Welcome everybody to the Small Talk Podcast. This is your host Jack and this is episode 15 and today I will be doing a movie review of Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. Roll the intro music. Welcome everyone, as I've already stated, I'm your host Jack and this is the Small Talk Podcast. Um, today, I've already mentioned, I will be doing the new Ted Bundy movie that came out on Netflix on May 3rd, uh, Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile. I want to say I was very excited to see this movie. Uh, I had watched the Ted Bundy tapes, and so I knew a lot about his story, and this is that was the first time really ever... Um, knowing anything about him, I knew the name and maybe some other things before the movie, like just what he obviously was a murderer or whatever, but I didn't know the story. So the tapes was a huge uh, eye opening to his life. And it was so, so good. If you haven't seen it, you need to see this. It's so good. If you do know the story already, then it makes the movie so much better. So my advice is, um, go watching the tapes and throughout this review I'm going to refer to the tapes because it's another piece that's on Ted Bundy so it's a good comparison so I just want to throw that out there uh, but f- really before we get into it I just want to say here's a word from our sponsor all right we're back let's uh let's get into this so first let me say who the cast is so Zac Efron plays Ted Bundy Lily Collins plays Elizabeth Klupfer, Klupfer, something like that. Haley Joel Osment plays Jerry Thompson. Uh, Kaya Scodelario plays a- uh, Carol Boone. Sorry, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong. John Malkovich plays Edward Cubbert. And Jim Parsons plays Larry Simpson. So the premise of the story is, and obviously here there's spoilers, is that this Elizabeth character refused for years to acknowledge that her boyfriend, who was Ted Bundy, was a serial killer. And despite her disbelief, she watched passively as these murders were unleashed from this, I thought was a very unique perspective. So, um, you know, the movie is about, is mainly about this relationship that these two had. And right at the very start of when he started committing these crimes. So you're introduced to the characters at a young age. You see some, you see some like recognizable things from the Ted Bundy documentary tapes, the Ted Bundy tapes from Netflix. Um, which I thought was funny because I learned a lot of information about him from that documentary. And I, I think if I didn't, see that documentary then this movie might have have left out a, um, a good amount of details or some you know some details that are worth knowing but really what was so interesting is that this unique perspective that they did the movie through which was through Lily Collins's character the this partner of this ex-partner of um Ted Bundy she um 
as I said, has suspected that he was a, a serial killer. Uh, since the very beginning when they released the first description, which was when he was wearing a cast, he had the yellow Volkswagen, and he had the long brown hair, parted, whatever, and it was at the lake or whatever that was, the fair. And so she had suspected that it was possible that it was um, him. But she denied it and denied it and denied it and kept denying it for years because um, she didn't want it to be true. They had kept in touch throughout the trials. They'd kept in touch, um, not the trials, they'd kept in touch um, when Bundy escaped the first time and was gone for like six days or whatever. And then shores, uh, shortly after that, it, they kind of just stopped talking. And that's where Haley Joe Osment's character comes in. He comes in as like this new guy that they work, they work together. Him and uh, Lily Collins work together. And um, they kind of start dating. And so then that relationship happens. So she completely distanced herself from uh, Ted Bundy here. Um, but Ted's still doing the trials and everything. And they, I think they do a good way of showing um you know how is how he fe how he's actually feeling during these trials um how he represents himself in the court i think zach efron did a really really good job in this role uh there was a couple things if you look back at the tapes you know i think there's some certain mannerisms that he could have done um certain uh the way he spoke i think maybe could a little could have been a little bit different um, but I don't know if he was going for a complete, um, you know, impersonation of Ted Bundy, but he was trying to act like him in a way, which was good. This storyline completely wraps up, um, at the end, which is like, I think the most powerful scene of the movie, it's when, you know, Ted Bundy at the very end, um, okay, let me, let me backtrack a little bit here. Um, when he's doing the major trials, John Malkovich is the, in Florida, when he's doing the trials in Florida, John Malkovich plays the judge with, uh, which Ted Bundy faces, <clears throat> and Jim Parsons plays the opposing lawyer or whatever term he is, um, to try to say that Ted Bundy is guilty and that he should be sentenced to uh, life or death. Well, I forget whatever the terms were. I'm pretty sure it's the electric chair. So um, that's when you're introduced to Carl Boone. Um, and I think they showed the dynamic of that relationship. And how she was, how she played a factor into it. You actually see her earlier in the movie, but only for a second. But then you realize when you meet her again, what her true intentions were when you saw her the first time. And, uh, you start to, as I said, you, you see the relationship that they had and how it develops over time throughout this trial and what they actually, how they interacted with each other and everything is very crazy. That's how actually um, Ted Bundy has a daughter was through um, Carol Boone. They, um, you know, had a scene in the movie where they, you know, 
I'm not going to say it, but you know. And uh, I didn't know that. I thought that was a very interesting and I didn't expect it to be shown because I didn't know that that was um, what had happened. But I think her performance was really good. And so was John Malkovich's and Jim Parsons. I think um, Jim Parsons played a believable lawyer. I think it was very cool that they showed the pictures um, that he, uh, when Jim Parsons is trying to describe, here's these teeth marks and that this has to be Ted Bundy, blah, blah, blah. John Malkovich does a good job portraying the, uh, the judge at the trial. Um, and he even states the lines at the very end of the trial, which are the, what the title of the movie is, are quotes, or is a quote, part of a quote from the judge describing this, describing Ted Bundy, but he says that he's a, an, an amazing young man, an intelligent young man, and that he wished that Ted Bundy could have practiced with him because Ted Bundy was trying to be a lawyer. So that's essentially why he if you watch the movie, you understand that he takes over the case and becomes his own um, lawyer because he felt as though that he didn't feel as though the other, his lawyer and the other people were with him wanted him to plead guilty and that it would be just um, a, a set time amount in jail, but he didn't want that. He wanted to not be guilty and I'm assuming just not be associated with it anymore at all um but obviously that didn't work out for him so as i mentioned they um it was about this relationship so i was quite disappointed from um i mean i don't know it's it sounds really weird to say that i was disappointed about this but i wish they had include more um, gore, more murder scenes, more details about those scenes in which the murders happened. Um, there were a couple times where you get just a very small glimpse, like maybe a se- 30 seconds at most of something leading up to these, uh, murders. One is one that I'm, I can think of is that they talk about, or they show the, that he's with two college girls. And that was when he went to their dorm and uh, murdered the college girls. So you see that he's hanging out with them at the bar, but that's it. I wish they had showed more of what the interaction was like with these women and what happened. Um, I just what I think made the story a little bit more interesting, but instead they tried to play it from a perspective of Lily Collins' character. And Ted Bundy as well, but you don't get the, the POV that I want, that point of view that I want from Ted Bundy. So uh, let me just talk about this major scene, the the this the most the best scene in the entire movie, which was the end. So at the end of the movie, and it ends when Ted Bundy dies. Obviously, it's coming leading up to the point where Ted Bundy is going to pl- plead that he was not uh, sane enough to do the trial himself and that he would declare insanity so he wouldn't have to he wouldn't have to have the death penalty the death penalty but Lily Collins's character Elizabeth um, shows up to the place that he's being held at and um, she had received an envelope from a detective from an officer 
years ago. It's about mm, about eight, ten years ago. Holding in this envelope, it had stated on the cover, confidential. And she had never opened it until that day that she showed up to see Ted. And um, she asked him, did you, did you kill these women? She needs to know. Because throughout this whole time, she's, it's just a, uh, it's just a, she can't believe that it would actually happen. So she doesn't really know if he did or not. So eventually you see the picture because she keeps saying, did you do it? You know, she's screaming at him and there's a lot of emotion in it and there's nothing on Ted's face saying that. And he's like, no, I didn't do it. He, she shows him this picture and the picture is one of the murder victims that they had found and she had no head. And so she asks him, why does she have no head then, Ted? The sound effect starts going in the background. And Ted, um, there's condensation, like on the bottom of the window of that they're talking through. They're talking through a phone and a glass. And he can write something on it, so he starts writing. And you hear this sound effects are building up. And it cuts the scenes of him with this suppo- this woman that he had killed. And it's just these flashes of what actually happened and what he did. And then... The sound effect you're hearing is a hacksaw, and that's what he writes in the glass. And it's like, holy moly, he he actually did this, and then they showed it. It was so cool because it was such a suspenseful moment, and all of a sudden it felt really powerful that this was being done, and that she finally got this closure that she knows that he murdered them, and because she had uh, been not knowing all of these years. And what you find out is that at the very beginning of the movie, there was an anonymous tip on who the murderer could be. And you find out that it was her. So it was almost like this whole, she finally finds out that he murdered these women. He finally finds out that she's the one that called him in all those years ago about about suspicion of murder, about who the possible subject, uh, the possible suspect could be, not subject, suspect could be. And it was this massive wrap-up. And if it was so awesome. It was so cool the way they did it. Um, I really loved it. It was a really powerful scene. Um, so all in all, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was better than what the reviews got. I think the reviews are looking at it because maybe Zac Efron... There's a lot of reviews that say Zach Efron did a really good job. And there's a couple that say, you know, he could have done a little bit better um, in portraying the character of Ted Bundy. But I think a lot of them were mad that it was through this perspective of this woman, this ex-lover, which I didn't really have a problem too much. I still enjoyed. I still enjoyed the movie, even though this was what the road that they took. But I would have preferred if it was a different one. But I still enjoyed the movie. Um, So all in all, I thought it was really good. I recommend that you go see it. But for me, you might want to go see the tapes first, the tape series on Netflix. They're both on Netflix. You should probably go see the Ted Bundy tapes because then it can fill you in with a lot of information. And so then going into the movie, you know stuff about it. Um, I think it can, for me, it made it more enjoyable. I can't go back and say, well, I don't know if I can't watch it because again, and 
act like I haven't seen the tapes because I have seen the tapes. So I already know what had happened to Ted. So as I said, all in all, great movie. And I recommend that you guys go see it. So go see it. All right, that's the end of today's episode. I know it's kind of short, not really, but um, this was just kind of a short movie. There wasn't much to, a whole lot to cover in here. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys go click the link in the description to take you to my website. You guys can find me on Spotify and iTunes and like several other platforms. Uh, you also can find my social media, uh, pages, which are Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can also access my anchor profile where there you guys can send me voice messages that I might, I will read every single, I'll listen to every single voice message and I might even include it on the show. You can literally say anything, ask me questions, whatever, whatever you want to talk about. You guys can also support this podcast. Um, I would advise you to do that. If you support this podcast, it means that I know you guys are out there listening and you want me to succeed and I can eventually get better equipment, better, just better stuff and make this podcast even better. So, um, you can also listen to the Spotify playlist that I've created. I've created two of them. You can find any posts that I make on there. And, uh, you can also find the list of movies that I have reviewed. I have watched and reviewed on the show. And, uh, you can also contact me if you want to get on, on, get on the show. You can also do that through social media. So, yeah, that's about it. I wanted to say a huge thank you to uh, Lovesick for the new intro music again. Also, guys, go check out my girlfriend's little cousin's uh, stream that he does on um, Mixer. I always leave the link in the description, but I forgot to mention it. Forget to mention it. Um, you know, he's trying to get to 100 followers here. He mainly streams Fortnite and Overwatch. Uh, so if you guys enjoy that, and he's actually good at the game, so go click the link in the description. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for episode the next episode of Small Talk.